here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Welcome back to Gambling with Gold. My name is Jason Gold, and as always, I am joined by my buddy from the Action Network, Dan Titus. Dan, how are we doing this Friday? What up, man? It's uh, going well. The uh, Thursday game's a fucking snooze fest, but, you know, other than that, it's been great. <laughs> yeah, little uh, little recording thing. I said Friday. It's actually Thursday night. Um, so some exciting stuff with Champions Round before we get to our Week 11 Best Bets. We are giving away an Ezekiel Elliott jersey. All you have to do is go to our link in our Instagram page and type in feed zeke uh we'll be giving that away over the weekend we have two massive seven stakes contests that are going on right now one for the buffalo indie game we are giving away a josh allen Tredavis white and lenny morrison jersey and then for monday night football we are giving away a rob gronkowski sterling shepherd and kenny g jersey uh so go to champions round app and enter those contests right now while they're still open we're getting pretty close to closing those Sunday Night Football, we are also giving away a Chase Claypool, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, and Deontay Johnson signed jerseys. So go ahead and follow us on Instagram for more information on that giveaway. That is all the business that we have this week. So let's get to what we were here for. Some gross bets, some winning bets. Week 11. Let's fire them away, Dan. What do you got for your number one pick this week? Yeah, my first one's not too not too gross. Uh, we're going to st- we're gonna stick with uh, my man Killer Cam here. I like the way Carolina looked last week. Uh, Washington, we talked about it on Tuesday. They're going to be uh, missing Chase Young and some other players that it's really going to be tough for them, I think, going on the road to Carolina. So give me all the Cam Newton stocks, man. I'm taking Carolina minus three versus the Washington football team. Don't hate that pick. Currently 49% of the bets, 53% of the money on Carolina. I like them at three. Three and a half gets a little dicey given how low the total in this game is. Actually, I was going to talk about this a little bit later, but now that you brought it up, I might as well talk about it. One of my favorite bets for the week, Washington, Carolina, under 43 and a half. I think that coming off of this win versus Tampa Bay, I think that this Carolina defense can absolutely shut down the Washington offense. Washington only has one real receiver, Scary Terry. They lock him up. I don't care that Antonio Gibson looked good last week. I think you're right on the money here that Carolina's defense can, can totally control this game. Cam doesn't even have to be that great, and they can get this one done. Yeah, man. I think that this is the, a good spot for the Carolina Panthers. Anything that's not Sam Darnold behind at quarterback, I think, is a plus. We're going to see this Carolina defense. They're really good stopping the run. So, you know, Antonio Gibson did have a good day against one of the best run defenses in Tampa Bay last week. But I think it's going to be a little bit tougher in this one. All right. My number one pick of week 11, New Orleans plus one and a half against your dirty birds. Uh, I cannot deal with it. I need to bet on New Orleans. So the last two weeks, basically my best bets of the week, Atlanta, two weeks ago, New Orleans last week somehow got in the back door against Tennessee. I have a little bit of a hot streak going uh, riding the Saints uh, or riding against the Saints. So I'm going to take it for the third week in a row. I think that there is no chance as a dog here that they lose their third straight game. I think this is a bad situation for the birds. The birds have been trying to run the ball, trying to establish the run. Well, now you're going up against the number one rushing defense in the NFL. I think that's going to really stifle what Jalen Hurts wants to do with the ball. I do not think they're going to have a ton of success throwing the ball down the field. I think the Saints can do enough on offense to get this done versus a birds defense that has had some issues, some struggles. I know that they had a big win last week and the Saints lost. Perfect time to fade both. And the thing that really put me over the top here, Sean Payton as an underdog in his career with the Saints. 
14 times as a dog, 11 and three on the money line. Give me the Saints as my number one pick. Damn, we on the opposing sides on this one. I'm riding with the Bird Gang. This is going to be my number two pick. Them Bird Gang minus one and a half. Um, I think that this is going to be Birds, man. This is uh, all in the back of Trevor Simeon yet again. Looks like Alvin Kamara is looking like he's going to be doubtful. Um, I really like this Eagle secondary against Trevor Simeon. They're only letting up 233 yards per game. That's not going to be enough to uh, get by the Bird Gang here at home. So I think the Birds keep flying high. Give me the Eagles. You think Kamara's trending towards doubtful? Uh, that's what I read earlier today. So that would, I, I would still be on New Orleans. It probably wouldn't be my number one. I was working under the assumption that Kamara would play. It seemed like he was uh, practicing or at least on the practice field. So we'll see about that one. Uh, but if Kamara's out, I will move them down to my number two. My number one then would be Indianapolis at plus seven or at plus seven and a half here. Very, very uh, interesting game here. So Buffalo obviously dominated last week, but Indy's a bad matchup for them. I do not think that they're going to be able to have as much success with the air as you would think. I think the weather is going to play a big factor here. I love the under 50 and a half. I love the under 24 and a half first half. I think that the Indianapolis Colts are going to run the crap out of the ball against this Buffalo defense. Keep it out of the air. Shorten the game. I do not know if they can win this game on the money line, but I do think that covering seven or seven and a half is very likely. So give me Indianapolis plus seven or plus seven and a half as my number two pick of the week. What do you think? I, I'm not mad at the Colts at all, man, because I think that the Colts, this is the spot. I mean, I feel like Buffalo's had their way with a lot of teams. They've been blowing teams out by a wide margin, but this defense is really good. And we've seen that the Bills have inconsistent, have inconsistencies in their run game. Josh Allen's, I mean, while he's the, the uh, favorite right now for MVP, mainly because of their record, he hasn't really gotten Stephon Diggs involved until last week. So this is going to be a good Indianapolis Colts team that uh, I think has been riding really well on their defense. So I think we're going to see this closer than seven and a half points. So I like that a lot. All right. What's your number three pick of week 11? Number three pick, man. I'm, I switched my spot here. I think I went gross and went to Detroit Lions on Tuesday, 10 and a half. But um, I went and grabbed the uh, Cleveland Browns at 10 and a half because honestly, I don't know what the hell is going on with the Detroit Lions right now. Jared Goff, as bad as he was, is now going to be potentially replaced by David Blau, who I have no idea who the hell that guy is so at this point i feel like cleveland's going to be in a good place to uh face a really bad team that seemed to, that can't seem to get right even though they managed to tie the steelers the, Cle the cleveland browns offense is way more eh, i shouldn't say way more we know Blake baker's been going through it too he's sitting here making public complaints about how hurt how, how hurt he is um but i still feel like this is a good spot for a a run team like the uh, Cleveland Browns to just demolish the Detroit Lions. We've seen how much incompetence comes from Detroit. So I feel like Cleveland's going to blow them out here. I am also on the Cleveland Browns. It is not one of my top five picks, but I certainly lean that way. And I will probably bet it by the time that we come to Sunday. Uh, I agree with you. We talked about Detroit on, on Tuesday, like, Oh, well, that's a gross pick. We definitely like that side. Uh, the more that I see Goff being <laughs> potentially out this game, yeah. the more that I think about it, the more that I think about Cleveland coming off of the spot last week, like this game could have been 13 and a half or 14 if it weren't for the game last week against the Patriots. And as we see on Thursday night, what the Patriots are doing, this Patriots defense is just absolutely incredible right now. So I'm with you on the Browns. Uh, I can't quite get to the top five, but uh, yeah, I definitely like it. All right. My number three pick of the week. We're getting to the gross spots, baby. That's what we do best. Houston plus 11. 
Why yes. not? Let's yes. take the team. Let's fade <laughs> the team that has won five straight, eight and two. Best team in the AFC. One of the best teams in the NFL. This has to be the sleepiest spot of the year. You have the worst team in the NFL, maybe outside of Detroit, coming into town. You've won five straight. You're riding high. You think you're the shit. We've seen the last two weeks. This offense for Tennessee is doing absolutely nothing. They're really, really in a terrible place with no Julio. They got no Derrick Henry. The offensive line is actually held up okay. But I'm not believing in AP or Dante Foreman or whoever the hell else you want to throw back there, McNichols. I don't think that A.J. Brown is going to have a ton of success in this game. And I think that Houston's going to keep it close. I think that Ty God can do a couple things, keep this one close. Give me plus 11. Let's get super gross. You want to get even super grosser? Houston Moneyline, baby. Houston <laughs> Moneyline. Let's do it. How did I know you were going there? You I, gotta I, can't, do it. I, I can't get that close to it, but I will go with the 10 and a half um, with, with, the, with the Houston, Texas here. It's, it's really just about eventually it's got to come to fruition where the Titans are going to have a letdown spot. We saw Tyrod Taylor in his debut not play pretty, not play particularly well coming back from injury. I think that this is another week where the Houston, Texas coming off of a bye week are going to surprise potentially shock the world if they're if they're uh, the world, a <laughs> but yeah man I, I like the spot man i think this is where they're the titans are going to actually st- uh stumble a little bit their offense hasn't been that great we talked about that on tuesday they have a revolving door at running back no consistency at the wide receiver position julio jones is still on il um you know T- tanhill is really just throwing to aj brown he's still a little bit hobbled battling uh mental different mental uh uh issues so, you know, yeah, I just can't get back this uh, this Tennessee offense enough to give them 10 points. So, yeah, give me the uh, Houston Houston Texans here. Love it. All right, what's your number four pick of the week? Number four pick, man, I'm going with the Dallas Cowboys, plus two and a half against the Kansas City Chiefs. I just think that the Dallas Cowboys are a better team, man. I, I think they're going to win this game outright. At this point, we've seen the Chiefs' defense is not – where it needs to be against an explosive offense like Dallas that just got another weapon back in in Mike in uh Michael Gallup. Um this team is rolling and I think after what they just did to the Falcons, I think that's just a glimmer of what's what what the Chiefs are going to face here. Now, the over is set at 56. We talked about on Tuesday that still seems a little bit high for me. I feel like we might see a little bit more defense than we have in the past, but yeah, I'm banking on uh, the Cowboys here to continue rolling here. I don't think that the Kansas City Chiefs are a very good football team. They're a good offense, but you know, offense is the the game is built more on off is built more beyond the offense. So yeah, give me the give me the Cowboys here. All right, so a couple of things on this game. Casey Dallas under fifty six and a half was one of my best totals of the week. I've already bet that under first half also uh, twenty seven and a half. I'm going to bet that as well. So we talked about it on the Tuesday show Dallas plus two and a half. I like that number. And your boys, Chris Raybon. Uh, they uh, convinced me a little bit to go on Kansas City here, and right, I'm man. buying it a little bit. I, I'll talk about this in a little bit when we get to my fifth pick. Uh, it's not Kansas City, but it's within the conversation. So 44% uh, 44% of the bets, 65% of the money on KC minus two and a half. Their defense, while still terrible, is not 32nd in the league now. It is now like 22nd, <laughs> which yeah, they're if, moving up if, this, spots. if this offense is right, you can live all day with 22nd ranked defense, especially if they're not turning the ball over. So that gives right. me some confidence. Dallas is one of these teams, kind of like Green Bay. We'll talk about them in a little bit. Uh, they've just been insane against the spread. They're going to come back down to earth. The stuff always regresses to the mean. Kansas City, meanwhile, has been terrible against the spread. Uh, 
I definitely see the case for the Cowboys, given their running game against Kansas City's weak rushing defense. Like my boosted player on Champions Run this week is Ezekiel Elliott. I think he's going to have an absolutely massive game. So uh, yeah. I definitely get the point. If they keep the ball away from Kansas City, I get it. Uh, I'm leaning towards Kansas City, though. Your guys kind of got me. They're all in my head. So Damn, uh, they convinced I'm, you as well. <laughs> they convinced me. They convinced me. All right. Uh, my number four pick of the week, Monday Night Football. You know what we're supposed to do? We're supposed to bet on Daniel Jones on the road as an underdog. We weren't doing nope. This. Nope. We're doing this. <laughs> nope. I am betting on Tom Brady minus 10 and a half after two straight losses. I think this is an absolute smash get right spot. I don't think Daniel Jones can be able to do anything against this defense. I don't care if Saquon's back at all. I think the Buccaneers are going to absolutely destroy in this game. Let's go 41-14 Tampa Bay. I think it's an absolute murder show for this Buccaneers offense. Don't get Tom Brady angry, especially against the Giants, a team that he absolutely hates. I think Monday Night Football, they just come out swinging and swinging early. I hey, We talked about it, man. The the goat, the goat's pissed off. It's a bad spot to be, man. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be them. I don't want to be the New York Giants, the New York football Giants this week. Um, they just don't have anybody healthy yet either. Their offensive line is trash. We've talked about that at length. And uh, they don't really have – Daniel Jones doesn't have many weapons. I don't care if his – what his spread is or what his record is on the road as a dog. This isn't going to be pretty. So, yeah, I'm taking Tampa Bay. All right. And the last point on here, 46% of the bets and 83% of the money moving towards Tampa Bay, uh, especially as a big favorite. My All the alerts are going off in my head. This is what you're supposed to do. So yeah. I am absolutely going to be on Tampa Bay. All right, let's go to your fifth pick of week 11. Yeah, fifth pick. It's looking like it's going to be the Baltimore Ravens minus four and a half against the Chicago Bears. Uh, this is what I'm I'm banking on the poor performance against the um, uh, blanked out <laughs> on Thursday night. Um, oh, against the, Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, against Miami where the Ravens look like shit. Um, so I think that, you know, they've had another week to, to kind of get right. They had a little bit more time off. Uh, we didn't see Lamar Jackson look very good. On the, in that Thursday spot, he was getting blitzed, didn't really read the uh, coverage well enough. Um, they didn't really move the ball particularly well, and their defense really didn't hold it down as much as they should have. So going up against Justin Fields, I think that this is a good get-right spot despite being on the road. Um, this defense has pretty much held it down for most of the season. They've won close games, four and a half points. While I, I would love to get a little bit lower than that, I think you know they're going to win this game by more than uh, – I think they could probably get it to at least seven um this team just doesn't chicago just hasn't proven enough offensively to be able to put points on the board so i lean to the, towards the under and i think you know lamar jackson's going to have one of those bounce back games where we we question why we even doubted him as being a potential mvp candidate so yeah give me the ravens here all right the over under in this game i don't even see it on the board right now uh oh yeah i do 44 and a half all right so we'll yeah. take the under there i don't hate that so the L lamar thing is interesting that He's missed the last two days of practice, non-COVID-related illness. Uh, my anticipation would be that he's going to play. Tough dude. We've seen him come back and battle illness before and come yeah. back and play, especially in that epic uh, what was it, Thursday night or Sunday night or Monday night game against the Browns. Uh, had to go to the bathroom, get some stuff out of him, but he came back, <laughs> run it back. Got a great cover for us. Um, make a deposit real quick. Yeah, so I, I think that he'll play. I do like that the line moved down two points. I, I assume it's based on this news that he's not practicing. Uh, huge benefit to get through the six in this game. 
Uh, I could definitely see the Ravens. Sometimes they just beat up on bad teams. It seems like a spot that this is definitely possible. I don't necessarily trust what Chicago's got going on right now. Like we talked about on the Tuesday show, the Ravens defense is giving up a lot of uh, yards per play, 6.2. So that's a little worrisome, but this isn't exactly, you know, the Kansas City Chief offense here. So right. I think that they got a shot. I don't hate the four and a half. I definitely lean that direction if Lamar is healthy and a full go. All right, my fifth pick of week 11. This is what I was talking about. I'm down to four here, and I kind of want to play a little roulette with you, and you can uh, help me make my fifth selection. So Vegas plus one against Cincinnati. Love the over in that game, by the way, over 50. Uh, Yeah, I do too. Case for the Raiders had two straight bad weeks, but this is a defense that I think they're going to be able to take advantage of. Also, the Raiders' defensive line outside of last week has been absolutely spectacular this season, and that Bengals' offensive line is uh, poo-poo. Very, very bad. So I think that the Raiders defense can get home against Joe Burrow and company. I think they're going to force some turnovers. I think that the Raiders can get back and get a big win at home this week. 36% of the bets, 47% of the money on the Raiders in that one. Uh, We've talked about Kansas City. They're in line for my fifth pick, potentially. My other two, Minnesota, currently plus one and a half. I love this as a teaser piece. Currently uh, 33% of the bets, 51% of the money on the Vikings and Seattle plus two and a half. This is a full bet on Kyler not playing or not being right. 44% of the bets, 71% of the money on Seattle. I also love this as a teaser piece. And my favorite teaser of the week is Minnesota and Seattle paired together. So of those four, which one stands out to you? I know you're not picking Kansas City. What about the other three? I I also don't really like the Raiders here too, man. I, I just there's still a lot going there. Um, so that means you're picking Seattle because we talked about on Tuesday. You don't like we can't we couldn't quite get to to Minnesota. It's it's, it's I know I, I was worried about it's kind of the same Tyrod theory here. Like coming off of injury, they just look so bad. And granted, the Green the Green Bay defense is completely different um, than what Tyrod was facing, but. Um, yeah, I lean towards Russ here. Like, let me take Seattle plus two and a half here because we still don't know that Kyler is all the way right. He said he's closer to playing. Closer is better than nothing. Uh, but we have seen that their offense be, I mean, minus last game, Colt McCoy was was at least functional. Um, but D-Hop's still not playing. They've had some injuries on their defensive side of the ball. At home against, yeah, I can't, I can't bet against Russ here. This is the Russ spot. So give me Russ plus two and a half, man. I think that this is the one that, uh, yeah, that this is the one that they, he's going to get. I think you got to go with the dog here. So fuck it. Let's go. Home dog. Lock it in. Lock it in. My fifth pick of the week is Seattle plus two and a half. All right. Let's run through you know, the games that we haven't talked about yet. Miami minus three at the Jets. Joe Flacco starting for the Jets. Can't <laughs> believe I'm saying that in 2021. Uh, Miami looks like they're going to be at full strength with Tua playing uh, over under 44 and a half. I really like the over 44 and a half in this game. I think there's going to be more points than you would expect. I expect Miami to dominate this one, uh, which is a little scary. But uh, yeah, I can't trust Joe Flacco in 2021. So give me uh, Miami minus three. Yeah, I think I think Miles Gaskin's probably going to have a pretty good day. The Jets defense has been surrendering so many receptions and yards in general to opposing running backs. So yeah, I think it's going to be a big day for Tua as well. Yeah. I can't get behind the I, originally on, on Tuesday when we talked about this game, I was on the jets to potentially cover with Mike white, but now that he's not starting, we're back to Joe Flacco, disgustingly gross yuck. I don't even <laughs> I have no idea what to expect out of him. 
that that even that game total kind of scares me a little bit. Like I wouldn't be surprised if we see Miami put up at least 30 points, but I just have no idea what I can account for for the New York Jets here. So yeah, I'm gonna take Miami minus three. All right, next game we haven't talked about San Francisco minus six and a half at the Jacksonville Jaguars over under 45. Again, I'm rolling with the over here, which is not what I'm supposed to do. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, give me the over 45. You're supposed to bet Jacksonville plus six and a half in this situation. Like the, all the, the sharp indicators say that you're supposed to do that. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to do it. Oh, the thing about the over, 44% of tickets, 99% of the money is on the over in this game per action network. So maybe I'm supposed to bet all of my money on that. I mean, are we going to see Trevor Lawrence just start slinging it over a San Francisco defense that just shut down the, the Los Angeles Rams? Like, I, I guess that you could consider it a letdown spot for both teams in some degree, right? Like the, uh, I mean, the, the, the Niners are traveling cross country uh, for a 10 o'clock game after a really strong on victory a week and a short on week. a short week yeah so like i feel like it is it is stacking against the uh the niners here and then also you have Mitch, uh, elijah mitchell he may not play he had surgery earlier in the week for his finger so we could see a lot of jeff wilson jr and potentially uh trey sermon um somehow but probably not probably like 35 carries for for jeff wilson but yep six points uh to stay away from me but if i had a gun in my head man i, I think i'm gonna roll with the jaguars gross but thanks I think you it makes make, sense. Jamaica's our lock of the week. This is pretty fucking gross. <laughs> it's pretty gross, man. Like, but but I see the edge there. Like with the travel schedule, um, that's a tough game for uh, San Francisco to just wake up and play and cover the points for even as bad as the Jaguars have been. Yeah, we talk about it in the NBA. Sometimes there are schedule losses. Yeah, the, playing on a short week, having to travel across the country at a 10 a.m. game. That's it's maybe not a scheduled loss, but it's definitely a schedule. Oh shit, we're behind by. 10 points in the first half. We got to get our ass in gear. You got to wake up for that, that game, man. That's, that's, that's an early one. So yeah. And how do you get up for the Jacksonville Jaguars? <laughs> I don't, I yeah. Don't... It's like, you're not motivated by the other side of the ball. It's like, yo, yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a kill. These they've been talking shit like that. No, Jackson ain't talking no shit. Like they're just, this trying is to like playing a, <laughs> just like playing the third game in four nights on a back-to-back in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Why the hell do you want to do that? Sounds terrible. All right. Uh, last game that we have not talked about Steelers plus five and a half at the chargers over under 47. Uh, definitely leaning towards the under here. Definitely seems like a good underplay. We don't know what the status of Ben Roethlisberger is going to be for this game. We do know that it looks like Joey Bosa is probably going to be out unless he has two negative tests Saturday night and Sunday morning. Uh, make Fitzpatrick probably out. A lot of issues on both sides of the ball. It doesn't prohibit me from betting the under though uh chargers minus five and a half leaning that way but i mean tomlin as an underdog that's a scary spot to be in especially since the chargers have not been playing well yeah i'm kind of lean with you man i'm just gonna take the under in this game and stay away from the spread because there's too much unknowns with that Steeler defense uh the chargers haven't been playing their best football as of late so you know while i expect them to be you know putting points on the board here just by the sheer fact that you're you're missing like a Minka fitzpatrick uh joey you know obviously tj watt's going to be missing time too so yeah i I just don't i feel like i want to bet on herbert a lot right now but i'm gonna stay away from that and take the under all right good stuff you got any last second player props or any other bets you want to talk about no no i think that covers it man i'm gonna get back to the lab and see if i can cook up some player props for this weekend so yeah man week 11 it's crazy how quickly this thing came by but we're we're in it and uh yeah hopefully this weekend's gonna be a lot better than what we saw on thursday night 
Oh, Thursday night was really, 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 really gross. Um, can't say really enough. It was absolutely disgusting. Uh, as we're recording, Atlanta still has zero points. It is late in the fourth quarter. So good times. Hot start to week 11. Hopefully Sunday is a lot more profitable and exciting for everybody involved. Everybody good yes. luck with all your fantasy teams. Good luck with all of your bets. Remember to go to the Champions Round app. Enter those seven stakes contests. Enter for that Zeke jersey. Enter for all the Sunday night football giveaways. Uh, until week 12, Dan, good luck on all the bets and we will talk to you soon. Yes, sir.